Shows of every kind invite the crowd. Shows that make us grip our seats with excitement. A sample of the marvelous tricks you'll see for the price of a small bin Internet Freak Show. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Higher Computing for Everyone. I made this course in the hopes that those of you who are seeking to learn programming would be able to. I realize that programming is very technical, and I admire anyone who seeks out to learn this discipline. You are beginning a great journey, and that deserves congratulations. Carl Harold was something of a prolific YouTuber. His YouTube channel still has almost 20,000 subscribers, totaling nearly 4 million views. And this is what his YouTube description says about him. My name is Carl Harold, and I'm a professional programmer and online business expert with over 10 years of experience. I offer a variety of free video lessons on programming, as well as run the website ComputerScienceForEveryone.com, which is designed to make learning and programming easily accessible for anyone who wishes to learn. You can also find me on Reddit. So the site, Computer Science for Everyone, had a noble goal. It was meant to teach programming lessons to anyone that had the patience to sit through these videos that he created. Later on, he even hosted one-on-one -on -one sessions, answering their questions and live-streaming the whole experience so that others could learn by watching. And the website is long gone by now, but thanks to the Internet Archive and Google Caches, you can still peruse the site and read about Carl, learn some programming. He discusses his, his experience at length on the site going into things like programming languages to learn and why, and he patted himself on the back and things that, for things that he'd accomplished throughout his career. Now, I'm a web developer myself, so sites like the one that Carl set up are not really rare these days. You can watch tutorial videos all over the place, on sites like YouTube or Codecademy, and his site and tutorials were thorough and helpful, and his site hosted a forum where you could, uh, you know, ask questions and get help from Carl or other members of the community. He set up this site in 2012, and back then there were fewer resources for learning programming on the internet, especially ones that were free. And he also set up a subreddit under r slash Carl H. Programming. For years, he would dutifully answer programming questions on the site and help users one-on-one. -on -one. He did ask for donations on the site, and he charged people for the one-on-one -on -one training sessions that he provided, but otherwise this seemed like mostly a labor of love for him. He was a good programmer, and he loved programming, and he wanted to spread that love across the internet. He was even Redditor of the Day on July 26, 2012, and honestly, before I started researching Carl, I didn't even know that Redditor of the Day existed. And the thread that was set up for him to like sort of congratulate him on being Redditor of the Day sort of morphed into its own AMA, where people asked Carl random questions and Carl answered them. When asked about if he could change one thing in history, Carl answered the assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand of Austria. He said, I think if that had not happened, then perhaps World War I and perhaps World War II wouldn't have happened, and so on. Of course, butterfly effects are difficult, if not impossible, to predict. So who knows if the end result would be better or worse. On a question about a most embarrassing thing that happened to him, Carl replied, the most embarrassing thing, that would probably be when I showed up to the house of a girl I liked who was having a birthday party, and I had just gotten my first pimple. It was huge, and I didn't even know about it until I saw, saw my reflection in the bathroom. Ouch. When asked about his idea of happiness, he replied, obviously, spending time with family and friends is at the top of the list. Another source of fulfillment is being able to create something useful for others. 
and, and having a positive impact on the lives of others. All right, so that's a little bit about Carl. And right now you might be asking yourself, why is this guy an internet, internet freak show? He seems like just a lot of other random computer nerds out there, and in a way, he even really seems a lot like me. I'm a web developer, and for a time I worked for a company where I provided one-on-one -on -one training uh, for people that were hope hoping to learn a little bit more about development. Well, Carl's other life was put on display for the world to see in late 2013 when he was arrested in Alabama for one of the worst crimes you can imagine. He was charged with sodomy, sexual abuse, aggravated child abuse, child pornography production, distributing child pornography, and allowing his child to be depicted in pornography. Yeah, you heard that right. He allowed his eight-year-old son to be depicted in these videos for distribution. And I guess allowed is probably too friendly a word, and forced is probably much more accurate. The same guy who said spending t time with friends and family is what brought him happiness? Well, I guess his version of happiness and mine are not the same. District Attorney Gabriel Helix said at a bond hearing that, quote, they held the child captive for eight months, and there are no standards, taboos, or lines that this defendant and his co-defendant hesitated to cross. He committed these crimes with another man named Charles Dunavant. They allegedly produced child pornography using Carl's son and spread those results across the internet as part of a child sex pornography ring. Carl was found dead in his jail cell while awaiting trial on November 3rd, 2014, the victim of an apparent suicide. And I think the Reddit comment by user the Soylent Majority summed it up nicely when he said, Burn in hell, shitbag, and thanks for the tips on C++. His partner in crime, Charles Dunavant, was 29, and he pled guilty in a federal court to crossing a state line with the intent to engage in a sexual act with a minor. On November 2nd, 2015, he was sentenced to 36 years in prison, which doesn't seem like enough to me. Now, if I can get a little deep with Carl and his legacy here, I think the most interesting part of him is how different his two lives were. Throughout his video tutorials and his live streams and his Reddit comments, he was a thoughtful, helpful, and friendly programmer. In all of his posts that I read, I never saw him speak ill of anyone else. He never insulted anybody. He answered basically all the questions that were posed to him thoroughly and helpfully, and by any measure was a respected member of the communities on Reddit and YouTube and the other sites that he frequented. But when he turned his computer off, he changed into a monster. One of the worst human beings doing some of the worst things that human beings are capable of. What can create this sort of dichotomy in him? His videos are still available online, and users still watch them to learn programming and, uh, and ask others about programming in the communities that he's set up. Are these communities and videos tainted forever by the actions of the presenter? Or should we simply ignore the man's personal life and get some use out of the life that he wasted? The community around him is torn, with some people saying that despite his crimes, he was still an excellent teacher and produced amazing learning material. Others say that his crimes cannot be overlooked, and although the material is good and free, you should look elsewhere to learn programming. And I'm not sure which side I agree with more, but I find the argument interesting. His subreddit still has over 11,000 subscribers, although programming talk has taken a back seat to the more recent developments of Carl's story. Some users still pop in for programming help, but those questions are rarely answered. Instead, they inform the people new to programming and new to Carl about his history. It's no longer a subreddit for programming, but instead a presentation of a gruesome life wasted. A grim reminder that who we pretend to be online 
isn't always a representation of who we are in real life. Now, as a freaky follow-up to this story, about two years after Carl's suicide, his account was brought back from the dead. He posted a comment that read, As I posted, as I posted a thread on 4chan, you can read upon it. Yes, this is Carl Harold. I escaped and I'm currently in Russia. I'm going to submit an AMA today for proof. I did, in fact, fake my suicide. When Reddit users pressed and asked for more details, he replied again with, I escaped from a morgue. Now, obviously, this was a guy who had hacked into his Reddit account. It's not really Carl Harold. But I find it a fitting end to the legend of Carl Harold. His legacy was born online. It died in a jail cell. Only, be, only to be temporarily reborn online. So, Carl, burn in hell, shitbag, but thanks for the tips on C++. Now, thank you for listening to Internet Freak Show, and this is the end of Episode 6 and the end of Season 1. If you enjoyed these episodes, please reach out and let me know. You can find me on Twitter. I'm at Tim Wasson, T-I-M-W-A-S-S-O-N. Leave a review on iTunes if you want to hear more Internet Freak Shows. Until next time, stay free.